All right, hi. Rise, guys. Rise, gals. Welcome. It's good having you with us. John, is it good having the people with us? Yes, Russ. It's very nice. You you sound like you're... I can't tell if you're... Um, Sarcastic? Being patroni- if you're being patronizing to them or to me. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it at me, because if we're uh, making fun of them, then we don't have an audience. Yeah, we don't want to alienate the audience. More. No. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I would never mean that about the audience. Right. Hi, everybody. Thank you for being with us. We are happy to have yeah, you. Yeah, thanks. Honest. <laughs> thanks, a pant load. <laughs> if Mad About You was a final frontier, we're traveling outside of time and space here. So let's break it down now. It's just what we do. It's Mad About, mad about You. Uh, welcome to Mad About Mad About You, your weekly Mad About You recap podcast. My name is Russ Bader. And I'm John Marbley. And we don't have an episode. We uh, do. This is the for, episode. Well, we don't have... Let me finish my sentence, John. What? We don't have an episode breakdown for you this week. That's really what you were going to say? Yes, I swear. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's really what you were going to say? Yeah, it really Truly. Is. Yes. We don't have an episode breakdown for you today? <laughs> yeah. What are you, a script coordinator on the original show or something? Who talks like that? I like the way it's like we're it's like we're um, a married couple, or you know, where it's like, oh, we finish each other's sentences, right? No, no, we say the opposite of what the people's sentences end. We 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 cut them off, and and we're like we're like a real married couple yeah will you let me finish that's not what i was going to say (laughs) okay Um, so we don't have an episode breakdown that's true no we don't yes we uh uh this is a a mini episode mini maxi episode we'll see how long we go um yeah it could go way longer than a normal episode (laughs) yeah that's true this could be a four-hour minisode um this week uh, for John, you're well. I want to make sure you're well. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, Good. this week uh, awful. Awful week. Oh yeah. no. Well, we don't have the. Um, tragically, we don't have the time no, to get into it. I gotta go it. into it. So Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week we thought we would uh, mix things up a bit, uh, and we. I don't know if you folks out there in listener land, that's not what we're going to call the ether. Listener land? But no, what about Matt? Land, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, right. Uh, listener land isn't bad. Great. The Mad About Universe. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The, the uh, well, there is a term. <laughs> oh? Well, yeah. The guest on either the episode that we just released or the episode we're about to release coined a phrase remember oh that's right yeah yeah Ma- but it yeah, feels the, the like ma- a spoiler if we use it but oh that's true. it's really funny because we sound like idiots if you've already heard it and we're not tiptoeing around, yeah, and we're talking not around using it. it yeah yeah let's just stay out of telling them exactly <laughs> what we're talking about boy oh boy are you guys gonna love when we call you what we're going to call you <laughs> <laughs> unless we already did it unless we already did it who um anyway 
This is to say that Mad About You released an original soundtrack. Sure did. And uh, we listened to it. Sure did. Because why wouldn't we? We try. There are not enough episodes of this show. And so to beef up our episode count of our podcast, we're bringing you this bonus content. (laughs) Yeah, we just don't ever want to get to the series finale. So. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, uh, we listened to the. uh, Is the album called The Final Frontier? It is called Mad About You, The Final Frontier. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't know, though, because the site I'm looking at also just says original TV soundtrack, Mad About You. Okay. Nobody knows what it's called. It's one of the great mysteries. It's what it is. <laughs> Northern Lights um, and the real name of the Mad About You soundtrack. <laughs> Where does it come from? Yeah. <laughs> Who can tell? Um, what? Uh, How do you like this album, John? Well, I had it in high school. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I listened to it a lot. Very interesting. Yeah, this was part of my rotation. Oh, this is very my interesting. My CD rotation. Wow. And I did, wasn't watching the show, so there were just a lot of clips where I was like, oh, interesting. Wait, so in high... Okay, so... You, I had seen the show. I just mean I wasn't getting weekly show. episodes. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, the you know, because there's... Spoiler alert. There's a lot of spoilers. <laughs> There are. Well, There's a lot of spoilers. As everyone who's listening probably knows, because I'm sure most people have listened to some TV show soundtrack, if they're listening to a TV show recap podcast. There's little clips <laughs> yeah, from the show. Overlaps, yeah. You know, in with between the songs. Right. And uh, based on the content of those clips, I was like, whoa, this, this soundtrack must have come out way later than I thought. Yeah, it... Because um, it I goes through them date, having a baby. Yeah. It goes through the baby, yeah. yeah. Uh, or at least that her being pregnant. Oh, April 15, 1997. Yeah, that feels right. Yeah. Um. Also, that could be right, totally wrong because this website also says the duration of this, the album is 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you from listening what to it. What site is this? <laughs> It is oh not my God. 17 minutes. Is this album ever not 17 minutes? There are 21 minutes? tracks. <laughs> oh, John. And I used to know everyone by heart. What oh. about you? You've never listened to this? I th- No, I listened to this for the first time earlier this week. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, Welcome. I li- thank you. Um, I listened to it three times. And um, yeah, I've got some opinions. <laughs> Well, for those who don't know, Russ is a has an encyclopedic knowledge of music. Well, I I I don't know how far if I would go that far necessarily, but also I yeah you you would go that far. I would wager that you had heard every song on this CD. Not true, except say Anita Baker's Final Frontier. No, that's one of the few that I had. I, oh my I, I'm gosh! Not sure if heard it, but I but I knew that it existed. Um. Okay. But yeah, no, there were some there were some uh, pop songs, some modern pop songs on here that I I did not know, and some of the older ones I didn't know. I didn't know most of these songs. Uh, yeah, it's when you say pop, where it sounds like a different genre than pop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no, not Lady Gaga pop, different pop, <laughs> different pop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that is true. The pop songs that I'm going to talk about on this are not Lady Gaga pop. 
<laughs> Would that they were, my friend. They're that other pop, that TJ Maxx kind of 8.30 p.m. <laughs> shopping pop. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, TJ Maxx pop. That's amazing. You're absolutely right. I know. Oh, this is a this is every mall CD in the world. Um, <laughs> I like it, though. Cow. I know you do, John. <laughs> you really? Well, we'll go track by track. I'm curious. We'll go track by track. Okay, so track one, Final Frontier by Andrew Gold. It's Hated the theme it. theme song, baby. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I mean, this is... This no, is I do too, song. of course. Um, do you remember I those albums know. where you could just buy theme songs from TV shows? Um, I... I think I remember that that was a thing, but they were like I don't think they were ever the like the official recording. What does the official recording mean? Like it would be like a sound alike of or a re-recording. Oh, really? Of, like a cover yeah, band? Like, this, like yeah, like this was by Andrew Gold, at, you know the original Final Frontier, and it might be like you know uh, Max James. Yeah, you sure. The Final Frontier. Oh, that's so weird. I never knew that because I never bought one. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I, I cut you that off. Was the thing that happened. No, 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 that's quite all right. Um, <laughs> we knew that Paul Reiser played piano on this. Yeah. Um, and playing drums on this album was uh, on this song was Jim Keltner. That name ring a bell to you? Oh yeah. Let yeah? me just go through my little drummer Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you don't know. Uh, yeah, you don't know anything about minor celebrities <laughs> or people who. <laughs> Play small roles in the entertainment industry. Uh, I I already forgot his name. Who is he? Jim Keltner. He's a he's a a big studio drummer. He plays. Uh, he's played on everything. He played on all the Beatles solo albums. Oh my gosh! Uh, like after after the Beatles like broke up and and did yeah made solo albums. Like each one would them. use him. Yeah. Like John would call and be like, "Hey James, you free this weekend?" And, hey, Jim, and he'd be like, yeah. "Oh, I'm playing for George oh. this weekend, but I can yeah, do you Monday." Lo- and he'd be like, "I can and Monday." Said, I can. I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, how about next Thursday? I'm with Paul. Yeah. Let me call By George way, and see if American. he could do Monday, and then I'll take Sunday. <laughs> and then Ringo would call, and he'd <laughs> yeah. say, I thought you were a drummer. He's like, I'm yeah. not a very good one. That's not true. Any gigs? Any gigs? <laughs> Any gigs? Um, but yeah, he played with all of them. He play, He's played on everything. Like he, He's played on Beach Boys albums and... Um, and uh, film scores, and he's he's a he's a big name dude. Cool. Um, wow, of, what know, a get! Top forty music, yeah. Um, and yeah, I uh, I really like this song. I mean, it's of good, course, it's, it's a great. Really good, yeah, a great theme, a great. Theme. Funny to me that you would like this song and not the rest of the CD, though. To be honest. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, well, this song. I mean, this is a. Uh, I like the jazzy. It is jazzier. That is true. Uh, I like the horn arrangement. I like uh, the, yeah, I like the the vocal uh, harmony. Okay, so you just like all the components of a song. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, yeah. I like the meter. I like the vocal. I like I like the songiness. I like, yeah. Um, track two, I like less. <laughs> yeah, who I am. Yeah, track two is called "Who I Am" by Faith Hill. I got a mama who prays for. Part of who I am. She gave me truth and she watched me grow. I told the lines and I tested the road. Then I tried a little bit of everything I know just to find out who I am. Who I am. 
yeah, why didn't you like that song? I just didn't kind of like it. It's, it, was, it was it was okay. It's all easy listening, but the themes are you know meaningful. Yes, it, it um, <laughs> like they're moving songs. If this was a co-write, if this was co-written by Amy Grant, really? Yes, I saw that. I was um, but here's the thing that I learned about this song, and this is why you can take all of my opinions on this album with a grain of salt. Okay. Um, I wrote a note that just says the comfort of familiarity. Because I had not heard this song at all before listening to this album. And the first time I heard it, I was like, ugh. Oh, this is a boring, bland song. Right. And by the third time, I'm like, who are you? Wow. Do, 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 do. And I'm just like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Oh, and then this part happens. And then, oh, sure. And then you get into, oh, the mandolin kicks in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Like right. That. And I'm just like, you know, some may call that it grew on me, but I'm just like, no, it wore me down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this modern, you know, modern country song got under my skin uh, and earwormed its way into the point where I was more familiar with it than I was not familiar with it. And that felt good. Could it be that it just managed to break down your rough, judgmental New York snobby exterior? Uh, yeah, and that you be. actually finally heard it for what it was on the third for time, what it, <laughs> for who it is, yeah, for who. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh my God, the who of the song <laughs> is the song. <laughs> this, these are levels I didn't even anticipate. It's a beautiful Fabulous. song about you know the things we pass down to our children. That is, true. and uh, you know who we descend. There's actually a lot of songs about this theme on the CD. Yes, the lots of lots and lots of kids stuff. Which is to say, uh, uh, bonds between children. Yeah, and not whatnot. Raffi. Not yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is um, one funny thing though about the whole conceit of this album. None of these songs play on the show, right? Um, that is correct. <laughs> it feels like like what the first time I listened to it this week, I was like, oh, this is exactly what it feels like if a studio was like, let's make a mixtape for the show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like a mixtape. Basically. And and I think... Made by maybe... a businessman. <laughs> I... Yes! <laughs> that's what bothers me most of all, is that um, the flow of this album is very bad. <laughs> I don't know about very bad. I no, do. actually, there are a couple good transitions. I... I... Mate, I don't think that's I, Yeah, correct. you could say no. You could refute what I'm saying. Great. I'm going to. It's bad. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> From there we go into, uh... uh no dialogue. pressure. Yeah. Yeah, which is, um, Jamie talking to Paul... And and Paul talking back—that's what makes it dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> um, from the uh, the episode "Met Someone" from the first season, the the uh, where they first um, met, uh, where Jamie's talking about how she doesn't want to be disappointed again. Yeah, right. So we get that sound bite. So it's them kind of meeting and establishing. Hey, we're going to try for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this album they try the album. The dialogue clips from that are included in the album try to tell the story of the Buckmans as oh, well. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You're right. I didn't yeah. think about that. Paul, you, you, I believe you got the MP3s, right? 
Yes, I did. Well, yeah. yeah I, the MP4s. I got the C- M4As. Right, okay. I got the M4As oh. on iTunes. Ooh, well, excuse me. <laughs> I didn't realize you were such an audiophile. Um, <laughs> I love my formats. <laughs> I know you do. But um, so Paul Reiser wrote um, a little paragraph or two in the liner notes. Oh, my gosh. About how this came about. <gasps> and a lot of it, he said, uh, people kept on coming up to him. They love the theme song and they want to play it at their wedding. And is there any way to get a handle on it? And <laughs> they probably didn't <laughs> use the that phrase. Their term? Hey, how? Hey, how can I get uh, a handle on that song? <laughs> First off, That's Paul, I don't have a song breakdown for you, but I'm trying to get a handle <laughs> on the theme song. <laughs> You're the worst person. <laughs> so, you're talking funny. I am. Something's happening. I like it. Um, I like it. So yeah. So they wanted the theme song, and he was like, and I guess he said, "Hey, I bet I could sell that." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so he wanted to put, you know, to 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 tell the story of the Buckman. Oh, that's really music. sweet. Yeah. Um, except like. This is this couple is about you know this couple and this show is about the smaller moments and I guess since there aren't and and it's also surface is the wrong word but it's very this album is very literal yes and so yes I guess it is it, it's like here's a track about a baby here's a song about a baby yes <laughs> so I guess since they were like well there aren't many songs about getting a couch right so i guess we're just gonna have to have six baby songs yeah that is true yes <laughs> i prefer to think of them as acts <laughs> oh boy they almost follow his books i feel like yeah you, you, that, you yes, know okay couplehood sure. fatherhood familyhood <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and then it's over um track four is I've been lonely too long a by great. the Rascals. Yes, so good. This is when it kicks in. The, you're like, oh, all right, here we go. This is gonna be a ride. This is gonna be great. I love oldies. There's nothing. I'm just. I wrote in all caps. Oldies are the best. Yes. This is a great classic song. Look no further than the Big Chill. Yeah, exactly. Or another one I used to listen to. One Fine Day. Soundtrack. Oh, so great good. soundtrack. So good. So so good. Uh. And from there, we go from, like, oh, this is the best kind of music, to I wrote the note, is this the best song? Because track five is At Last yeah. by Etta James. Boy, are we on our way. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so, like, it's just such a good song. Yeah. That string arrangement is gorgeous. It sure is. Also, a pretty good singer. Um, and there's no better way to follow up that really great song by the really great singer than with Paul Reiser saying, I put up with your crap and you put up with my crap. <laughs> That's marriage? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> I think he says this is what I'm thinking. But yeah, that's <sighs> what happens after that. The next uh, the next track is a dialogue track of them from the pilot yeah. breaking down what marriage is and right. how it is frustrating. Um, Were you put off by that or into it i can't tell no i no i was like honestly that was that was okay yeah like, okay great me that's too a, that's a that's a fine clip yeah and it's a funny clip that's the thing the two things we've gotten so far are positive and and or funny 
Uh-huh. I'm down with it. Great. Okay. This is what I'm looking for in a sitcom uh, dialogue track. Well, it's about to six feet under. It sure is. <laughs> so, track seven is Ice Cream ah. by Sarah McLachlan. <laughs> Your love is better than ice cream. Better than anything else that I've tried. Your love is better than ice cream. I love this song. <laughs> I'm guessing Tell me about it. you don't. Tell me about what you love. There's a quality to her voice. And mm-hmm. I think part of it's I'd never listened to Sarah McLaughlin. You know, I don't know any Sarah McLaughlin except Arms of an Angel. Everyone knows that one. But sure. uh, there's something about the timbre of her voice that really, like, ice cream, the, vo- the words ice cream just really sit well. John, don't take this the wrong way. Uh huh. Do you just love ice cream? And no. Because I'd be okay with it if that was it. Because I, I don't love this song, but I love this song more than I would if they weren't singing about ice cream. That's true, but Russ, that's a fundamental part of what the song is. You can't be like, oh, I would, li- I would definitely not like the song as much if the lyrics were different. yeah watch me that's exactly what i'm doing i I just think it's a very (laughs) sensuous uh song uh, that sort of links food and love in a way that you know is sort of uh timeless yes it does compare food to love a lot and how uh his love is better than ice cream yeah better than chocolate uh and apparently she can only come up with uh, a couple yeah yeah she can come up with Enough analogies for two verses uh, to fill two minutes and 20 yeah, seconds. Yeah. The and instrumentals the song... just her thinking like, well, it's not better than hamburgers. <laughs> uh, let's see. Your love is better. Well, no, it's not That's better than it. pancakes. <laughs> End of list. Time to fade Chocolate out with and no ice cream. Bridge. I'm out. <laughs> no bridge. No third verse. Peace. <laughs> It just has a real, like, I don't know, mood to it that uh, sucked me in. Yes. Okay. That's a, there. It, it is a good mood. I do. I, I want I love like that's better than ice cream and chocolate. Sure. And a, and a third thing, though, maybe? Nah. Why? I'll tell you. I think I'd love this song a lot more if her love was better than a third food. And right. Undisclosed. I, oh, I would love to hear. But think about it. Your love is better than lobster. How's that for a lyric? <laughs> If this song had been a bigger hit, that would have been an ad, maybe, for Red Lobster. Your love is better than that quesarito from the Taco butter Bell sauce that's on sale. Or that. Only this yeah. month. Your love is better than McRibs. Limited time only. So this ad is a cooperative <laughs> marketing campaign between yeah, multiple yeah, yeah, fast yeah. food chains. <laughs> and hell, we can stretch out. Your love, but they can only get two. Get any other restaurants? Paper on. towels. Okay, <laughs> you're fired from the marketing camp- <laughs> ad agency. I think. Russ, um, you wrote four ads. Yes. Combine them into one for different <laughs> things. 
You don't know what we do here. <laughs> uh, so, so track eight. Oh, track eight. <laughs> is Eric Martin living La Vida Loca? No, that is. <laughs> oh, that's no. right. <laughs> that is Ricky Martin. <laughs> The guy <laughs> named Eric Martin, who wrote I Love the Way You Love Me, definitely did not also do Live in La Vida Loca. They're both catchy. Because, John, this is maybe the whitest song that's ever been now, recorded. What does that even mean? Oh. I wrote, I've told you about what I've written. I wrote in all caps, TREACLE. That's what this thing is. TREACLE? TREACLE. What's this that? Is a treacly song. It is sappy and overwrought. That's, that's Mame Wow. Yeah, Mame Wow introduced by Russ. <laughs> How do you even spell it? T R E A C L E. Treacle. A British term for molasses. <laughs> <laughs> Cloying yeah. sentimentality or flattery. Wow. You got one. I did. Mom, a wow. Mom, a wow. About, mad about you. Word of the week is treacle. I know treacle now. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, I like the way your eyes dance when you laugh. How you enjoy a two-hour bath. bath. Yeah. I like the innocent way that you cry at old-time movies you've seen hundreds of times. I guess it's a little tropey. It is tropey. It is, but it's a little it, treacly. The, it is a. It is very treacly. That's a word, by the way. Is it? Um. Yes. Uh, I don't believe a single word out of this guy's mouth. Really? Yep. Mm. That's and and here's the thing. That's the most. I don't like the production. It sounds very shiny. This was recorded yes. in 1997, where everything sounded really just like polished and um. It sounds like we're in an XM, like, like, like whatever that that XM coffee shop. Yes, <laughs> where they do the like loft. live. Yeah. yeah, the loft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today we have Eric Martin with us. Absolutely, I hated this song. <laughs> the, the, this, not even familiarity was able yeah. to was enough to make me enjoy this a little bit. Yeah, where'd you get the inspiration, Eric? Uh, Hallmark montages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But here's the thing. Chick- the backs of chicken soup books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like this song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't real I didn't think about how tropey it was. You're right. I don't think I'd like it as much now. You ruined it. Well, look, here's the thing. You like what you like, and I mean that in the best way. <laughs> I don't mean that in a jerky way. Okay. And I mean that because the next song, if you're ready to talk about track nine. Yeah, Nobody Knows Me. Nobody Knows Me by Lyle Lovett. Right. And this song, lyrically, is very similar to I Love the Way You Love Me yes. by Eric Martin. This was a problem with this album. That being said... I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so people are clear, 
the list of things in this song is I like cream in my coffee, <laughs> sleeping it on Sunday, eggs yeah. over easy. Like it's so, oh my gosh. I Russ. like eggs over easy with flour tortillas and nobody knows me like my babe. I love this song. Yeah. <laughs> because I buy every word out of Lyle Lovett's mouth. Yeah, I get that. Um, he wrote it. I liked which, this song more. Yeah. It feels more I soulful. Think the fact Yes, I think the fact that um, he's a better singer, he's a better, better storyteller. He, like, I, yeah, he wrote it, which uh, I think adds a bit of sincerity. You, you really believe that he likes eggs over easy with flour tortillas? <laughs> yeah, not corn. Yeah, whereas Eric Martin, uh, who knows how he feels about watching her laugh at movies that she's. Seen. <laughs> um, and yeah, that one was written in 1989. Oh, interesting. Uh, so the uh, – well, I was going to say the mood and recording style was different and not so shiny, but yes. it was the 80s, so who am I kidding? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's almost like uh, music got to HD in the late 90s. Yes, It ruined right. music in a sense, the way <laughs> yeah. HD's ruining TV. <laughs> um, speaking of production value and also great songs – Track 10 is Sneaky Feelings by Elvis Costello. Yes. thank. Also, though, thankfully, because, like, it has been a little slow so far. Yes. You know? We ran into mid-tempo ballad Big time. Territory. Yeah, so Sneaky Feelings was a great way to get, yeah. get us back. But then... Two minutes. Yeah. And then we go right back song. in the dialogue. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, also, I... <laughs> Nobody on Mad About You is cool enough to like Elvis Costello. Paul is. You think so? I don't think so he is. So is Fran. I don't know. And so is Jamie. No. I, I think I disagree on all counts. <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> uh, and speaking of quick songs, yeah. The fade out for that one uh, starts at a minute 45. <laughs> this is how you wind up with... A twenty-one track soundtrack album. Yeah, I like I like a song that's an Irish goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of these. It's like Elvis, let's go. I'm coming. Bye. <laughs> Great to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. We should do this again. Yeah. When are we gonna yeah. get together? Uh, oh, what are you doing for Christmas? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we were talking about going maybe going out to dinner. You know what? Text El, me. El, Elvis, are you coming? We've got to record with Jim. Come on. <laughs> um, John Lennon's at that party, by the way. Uh, so, I know. I know. It's in his house. <laughs> it's in his house. It's in the Dakota. Yeah. Uh, so, track 11 is a... Track 11 is a dialogue track, as John mentioned. Yeah. Talk about this dialogue track, John. Uh, is this the one where they scream at each other? Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> so really. It's uh, as as most of you mad about you fans remember, their marriage goes through a bit of a crisis. You know, a few seasons into the show. Oh my god! And uh, they dove right into a little snippet from that from yeah, that period is, in their lives. Yeah, this is from maybe season three or four. Yeah, and this is from having, when they split up, yeah. right? Like uh, the big ep- the big se- season finale. And or season I'm, premiere. I am not positive that it is. It may be from earlier in the... I think if it is oh. from that episode, it's from earlier because they're fighting about the baby stuff, not oh, about the right, infidelity stuff. Oh, right, they're fighting stuff. about the baby stuff. Oh, so this is later then. 
Well, I think... Oh, do they I try wrong? to have a baby, and then they almost have a divorce, and then they get a baby? I think I think what happens is they're trying to get pregnant. Yeah. And they're having a hard time with it, and the stress of that causes Jamie to uh, turn to... Doug Burkus. Uh Yes. Mm. Uh, Eric Stoltz. Uh, to uh, and and you know sympathize with uh, for for sympathy to talk about her troubles. Spoiler alert! And those were all spoilers. <laughs> yes. By the way, everything we just said those those were all spoilers. spoilers. Retroactive. Yeah, spoiler Don't alert. listen to this. Don't listen. <laughs> don't don't have listened to this. Uh. Um. So yeah, Paul and Jamie are yelling yeah. at each other. <laughs> It's it's good though. It's just not what you want on a mixtape. No, but it's good it's, acting. Like you can hear, you know. It's fine. Look, it's good acting. But like I'm excited um, to see the episode. It, you know what makes it the best acting? Context. This, yes. This is just being. This well, is you just, figured this it is, out. They're arguing about yeah, whose fault it is that they can't get pregnant. Yeah, but I figured it out with. Uh, legitimate like shivers up my spine and a unpleasant feeling because yeah. I just heard a couple fight. If that had happened, if you were in the middle of the city and a couple started yelling at you right next to you, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't be like, I'll bet they love each other and we're having a good time listening to everything. You'd be like, I don't feel good listening to this. Why would you voluntarily put that on an album? I'd be fascinated. You'd be fascinated. You'd you'd say what's your favorite Sarah McLaughlin song? Couple. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I love eavesdropping on uh, other people's fights. <laughs> Truly, it's one of the perks of uh, living in New York. <laughs> Great, I love it. Um, track twelve is called "Love and Forgiveness." Uh-huh. <laughs> it's by it's by Julia Fordham. This is where the fatigue starts to set in for me. Yes. Uh, Just shiny cause... production. Huh? Yeah. Shiny production, yeah. mid-tempo ballad, yes. nothing going on. Wow, you know all the terms. That's exactly right. Yeah. Is she the uh, woman who he does a jazz album with? Yes. Okay, cool. We'll have to yeah. listen to that another time. Yeah, I got that one as well. Um, I have not yet listened to it. Well, we'll uh, save it. And after this, And after this song, I'm not so looking forward to it. Uh, I did not care much for this song, but again, it is very much on, it is hitting the nail on the head and being real, real obvious because at this moment, the couple, uh, thinks about love and forgiveness. And so the song is called love Love and and forgiveness. Forgiveness. Thanks very much guys. (laughs) Um, and, and frankly, that's the only thing they needed to tell because then they're back to dialogue. Uh, you know, I, 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 you can see that's the other thing i like if these songs some, but i don't like them <laughs> right no uh, t- okay say more about that you're like oh this is why hits exist <laughs> like sure like i just like listening to it but if i listen too hard maybe <laughs> did you i don't like wh- it are you speaking about any particular songs? or? Well, I'm looking at uh, Love and Forgiveness right now. Did you like it when you listened to it earlier? Yeah. Okay, why? Or, or you don't have to have a reason. It's you a, just liked it? it? It just keeps moving. <laughs> it, keeps, it just keeps moving. It doesn't stop, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I like the way the song doesn't stop. Yeah, the melody, the melody is... Um, 
the melody is enough to keep me interested. Like, I don't know. That's There's fine. some. I don't know why easy listening is easy. I, you know why? Because it's easy. It's because it's easy. That's why it's yeah. nice. Because it's easy. That's fine. But uh, like, also look, I'm very happy to like. If you like this stuff, if you liked anything that I didn't like, please tell me about it. I will. I am happy to listen. Oh, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable it. telling you what I think about any any of these songs. Really? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I, well, no, I thought I'm, I aired on the other side. <laughs> good, 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 good. Yeah. Because um, yeah, that's no fun to just have people yuck your yum on a podcast. If you like a thing and have them be like, I didn't like it, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, I did like it. I guess I'll shut up. Is this I didn't a, want that to happen. Is this about me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a blast. <laughs> Are you kidding? Uh, well, well, good. Uh, um, I don't know. It's just, it's very easy listening. Yeah, sure. The whole time I was, th- I, I, as I was listening, I was thinking about like uh, different bands, like the Talking Heads. Okay. Queen. And like how... Well, the talking heads, let's say. You know, some of the songs are a little more challenging, but they're also yes. more interesting. Yes. So, it, I guess it's like a studio, fl- you know, it's like a mainstream movie, I guess, or anything. I don't know. It's just pleasant. This is, yeah. This is good background music. Ouch. It's good. It's good. It, that's what I think, anyway. No, I agree. <laughs> just ouch. Sure. <laughs> um. Where, yeah, talking talking heads. It, like you said, it's more challenging, but it's more interesting. And, yeah. Um. And there, I can't. I've been listening to the Talking Heads a lot lately. Oh, that's I right. I can't believe how good they are. Yeah, they're great. And they are. They are. It's like, do you know how weird they are? Mm-hmm. They are so weird. Do you know how good you have to be? To be that weird and popular? I mean, I feel like Queen's kind of weird. Maybe not as weird as the Talking Heads. Not nearly as weird I mean, as the fact Heads. that Bohemian Rhapsody is a hit, that's yes, one of the that weirdest mainstream songs that's ever been yes. recorded. Well, yeah, but in order for that to happen, it, it was a hit when it came out, kind of, I think. But it re- I mean, it really took off in Wayne's World. Oh, really? Yes, when they use it in Wayne's World. Really? And yes, it was like it was kind of big back when it came out, but then it like it didn't hit number one. It hit number one when it was in Wayne's World. Oh, and Mike Myers, Mike Myers had to fight for it to be Bohemian Rhapsody because that was a real thing from his life. He was like, we would drive around and listen to Bohemian Rhapsody and sing along. And I think Penelope Spheris, the director, was like. You're driving around, you're listening to Guns N' Roses, or you're listening to heavy metal, and you're doing this to... He, he was like... It was written as Bohemian Rhapsody. She wanted to change it to metal. Huh. And he was like, no, it has to be Bohemian Rhapsody. It has to be exactly what I did. Yeah. Yeah. And he was right. Cool. <laughs> I didn't know um, that. Yeah, pretty neat, right? Well, thank you, Mike. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> thank you, Mike Myers. Uh, please go back to playing fun characters. Um, oh, not a or or, or just or just yourself. <laughs> Please do not more Indian like gurus. So. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not not gurus, not weird uh, gong show hosts. Oh. Uh, please do more things like so. I married an axe murderer. Yeah, I do um, whatever the hell you want. <laughs> do whatever you want. Um, so track thirteen. Yeah, we're back in. You know, we've we had the this. This is the other thing that I 
had issue with with the fight. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, you had a big fight. You have one song, and then oh, we have a sound clip because she's pregnant. Yeah. It's almost as though as though we could have skipped the part where we found out about the fight. Right. Like. <laughs> also, um, it's crazy to have dialogue right after the song. Like, you can't just have one song between dialogue clips. Absolutely. That's horrible. <laughs> yes. Poor construction. And also, I don't like the names of these uh, dialogue tracks, quite honestly. A Talk in the Park. A Magic Moment. Just say Big Fight. Big Pregnancy. (laughs) (laughs) What TV guide writer named these dialogue tracks? Right. (laughs) I tell you, the one who didn't get the job. Well, so did you say Big Fight, Big Pregnancy? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or Magic Pregnancy. Magic pregnancy. So good. Um, so, yeah, the dialogue is Jamie's pregnant. Paul can't find the right word to express it. He, uh, his feelings, he says, this is good. Uh, so fine. Um, then we get a song called, uh, track 14 is a song called The Things We've, uh, the Things We've Handed Down. Yeah. And it's, it's by Mark Cohn. Yeah, who's that? He wrote uh, Walking in Memphis. Oh, really? Yes, which is a great song. <laughs> hey, rise guys, rise gals. Isn't it fun to hear Russ really not like something? For half? It really is. It's kind of funny. It's okay. refreshing. You're not normally negatively sarcastic. <laughs> I'm glad you're. I'm glad we're all having sardonic. Fun. <laughs> is that the right word? Nope, not in this instance. <laughs> I don't think so anyway. <laughs> no, I. It is. Look it up, or, or is it? Yeah. Great. Okay. Mame wow. Mame wow. Sardonic. Grimly mocking or cynical. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Nailed it. Um. Yeah. I did not care much for this Mark Cohn song. Um. It's very pretty. Uh, here's here's what I wrote. Very pretty. Undoubtedly meaningful lyrics. Didn't care. Okay. They are undoubtedly meaningful, and they moved me quite a bit. Did they? Please tell me about them. Well, what's funny is they're basically it's the same themes as who I am in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about you know where from whence I came, uh, and ancestors and the things that are handed down to us, and blah 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 blah. And cool. uh, this execution I liked more for some reason. I don't know why. I think more than it, who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that this is a better song than who I am. Yeah. Will you um, laugh just like your mother? Will you sigh like your old man? Will something skip a generation like I've heard they often get? Like, you know, it's about... Uh, I like it because it's a song about genetics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. At at this point, since, like I said, I did not care much for this song, I thought to myself, all right, let's wrap it up. And then I realized that we had seven <laughs> yeah. tracks to go. We're two-thirds of the way in on track 14. <laughs> the fact that this didn't come on two, two discs is amazing. <laughs> because if you're, if you're telling a story, and this may be, this may be a, a reasonable criticism for the show as well, although I, I'm not positive. But it's like if you're telling a story, it's just like, oh, you've got this couple, and they're having, like, they have a problem, they fight, and then the, res- the resolution is they get pregnant. The end. I really it's didn't think of this as, like, a narrative album. Well, I 
I I wouldn't have, but they tried <laughs> to make it I guess they did. One. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, well, yeah, but Russ, you got to get to the baby. Yes, you, you get to the baby. And that's what and Act boy, 3 is. Yes, that is what the remaining... The remaining seven, seven songs, songs are, are about the baby. <laughs> about the baby. Uh, um, starting with you know, because you want to do a you want to you want a song for like the first few weeks, mm-hmm. and you want <laughs> and you want a song for the first month. <laughs> you want a song for in case it's a boy. You want a song for in case it's a girl. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even put that together. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure I we'll have to check it out. I'll bet this came out right after they did the hey we're pregnant reveal but before they knew the gender of the baby. I could be wrong about that. But I'll bet it was like a teaser Maybe. where they were yeah. That um, seems very specific. It it might be. Um yeah, track 18 is beautiful boy, track 19 is baby girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Then track 20 is unconditional love. So that doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Um, so where are we? Yeah. Oh, lullaby for so oh no, things we've handed. Oh yeah, lullaby. We're at track track fifteen. Yeah, lullaby for you by BB Winans, written by your favorite artist of all time. Who that? Billy Joel. No. Oh, that's uh, according to this <laughs> highly inaccurate website. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> really? No. Yes. No. It is not. He wrote lullaby. Good night, my angel. Well, tell that to allmusic.com. <laughs> Did, I, I'm pretty sure. No, I'm sure right. you're right. This site also said the album was 17 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, that is incorrect. I don't remember how this one this goes. Um, you want to pull it up for yourself? Yeah, I got, I got a BB, BB. B-E-B-E Winans. I've been driving my convertible that I rented all over Los Angeles. Oh, yeah? And a real fun game to play is how loudly are you willing to listen to this with the top down? <laughs> <laughs> it's like chicken. As, it's like chicken. <laughs> try, try to come to a red light and not lower the volume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It must be like, and so you're listening to this in the car with the top down very loud? Uh, not very loud, but enough that I could hear it, yeah. I'd love for Too that loud. fight to. Ha- I'd love for that fight track to happen, and for a couple of somebody to look over, see. Oh, wonder what those people are fighting about, and it's just you in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess this guy just likes listening to fights. <laughs> Must be a boxer. <laughs> I don't remember this song at all. Yeah, it's pretty unmemorable. It is smooth jazz. Oh, I do now. It's great. You like this one? I did not care much for that song. Okay. It's a. It's. It felt like. Um. It felt like a Christmas. It, it, like it put me. In yes, a hundred percent. Um. The the way that piano I, plays. Yeah, it felt like it should be on Kiss FM. Wow! Oh no! Uh-oh. Shut up! Uh, <laughs> this happens a lot on this podcast. What's that? The things, appliances, electronics in my happen. apartment start making sounds. <laughs> it's a poltergeist. Um. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, 
we're in a block of songs about babies, my friend. Yeah, but because then we the get next, to yeah the next song. The next song. Next song's a good one. The next, next song's song a great is, one. Is she crawls away? Boom! By Hootie and the Blowfish. My favorite. Oh boy, oh boy. I I replayed this track like three times in a row. It's uh it's a fun one. It is the daddest of dad rock. <sighs> I guess um, it is. But I I enjoyed it. It's a sweet middle of the road rock song. That's about Hootie. kids. It's about his well, that's the thing. It is it I thought is it was about, about like a cheating girlfriend. Here's the thing. It is about his kid, but the lyrics are very abstract. I did not write any of them down. Uh, sometimes it is clear, like there's a line where he, she's he's talking about like either him, her having an invisible friend or, or an imaginary friend, or just laughing at something in general. Um, she turns over also, to start a conversation with a man that no one else can see. She dreams yeah. of loving me sometimes, and it makes me see what I we've been missing. Like that's or, the thing. It's yeah. He's sort like, of like Bob Dylan, a little bit. In that, a little bit. you know, he mumbles. That's all. Well, here's the funny thing about Hootie and the Blowfish and Bob Dylan. Uh, you remember their song "Only Want to Be with You"? Uh huh. Uh, there's that lyric in that. Uh, shot a man named Gray. Took his wife for Italy. She inherited a million bucks and when, when she, she died, died, came to me. Yeah. I can't help it if I'm lucky. lucky. Yeah. Um, so I knew that from Only Want to Be With You forever. And then uh, about 20 years later, or 15 years later, I got into Bob Dylan. And I'm listening to Blood on the Tracks. And a song called Idiot Wind comes on, a great Bob Dylan song. And it starts to Soon I shot a man named Gray Took his wife to Italy She inherited a million bucks And when she died Gave to me I can't help it if I'm lucky What? So they And then if you remember In Only Want to Be With You The next lyric is Ain't Bobby so cool They're Yeah Literally and deliberately Lifting an entire line entire verse from bob dylan the melody no bob dylan has no melody right <laughs> but, okay but the all of the lyrics are verbatim cut and pasted into only want to be with the you. whole song no just that one just that one, that one okay blip. yeah that, one, that, one that is strange and it was very weird mm-hmm. and i felt very sad to be a person who was just like, hey, where do I know this classic Bob Dylan song from? Yeah. Oh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Right. That's right. Yeah. That was a bummer. You bourgeois idiot. <laughs> um, I'll tell you, singing harmony vocals on this track 
is Mr. Glenn Phillips, and playing tambourine is Mr. Randy Gus. Oh. And they are the guitarist and uh, drummer from, do you know where? Holland Oates. <laughs> Air supply. <laughs> They're from Toad the Wet Sprocket. Metallica. Baby. Oh, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Oh, that's fascinating. Isn't that fun? Yeah, they were they were friends back then, and they were on the same label. Because I was already going to say this, uh, the, the the similarity. It's like it's funny that NBC's like, oh, anytime we release a soundtrack, you got to have one Hootie song. <laughs> got to have Hootie. <laughs> got to put Hootie on there. Yeah, and and Toad but the Wet Friends also has also Toad- on the Friends. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Now that yeah. is a great TV show soundtrack. Yes, that is a very good one. And it you can they, hear the songs yeah. in the show. Also true. Yeah. Like they actually, you, I mean, granted, two seconds here, one key. second there, but you can really hear them. Um, the, the, the Friends soundtrack came out in 1995, uh, very soon after, I think that's, I think, yeah, uh, right before my bar mitzvah. Oh. Right after, right, uh, yeah, or right after my bar mitzvah, really. Um, and the Rembrandts, who wrote and performed, uh, or at least they performed the theme, mm-hmm. I'll Be There For You, I was just like, I love friends, and when I have my bar mitzvah, uh-huh. all of my friends are going to come up and cut the cake and light their candle to uh, I'll Be There For You, yep. because it's the best. So I like I ta- I had my tape recorder. Oh, you didn't go up to uh, Courtney Cox and say, "Hey, could you guys uh, release an album?" <laughs> well, I was, yeah, I was like, yeah, I, David Cray I, was I, like, "I got a lot of twelve and a half year olds coming up to me, saying they'd love to play this song at their bar mitzvahs." <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So I recorded it off the TV uh-huh. onto a tape, and we played it off a tape deck. But about two weeks before my bar mitzvah, I'm riding in the car, and the full-length song comes on the radio. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's yeah. Ra- what? How can I get this? Yeah. And so – Mom, Mom, we're going to need a yeah. bigger cake. Yeah. <laughs> 13-year-old Russ – Starts calling record stores. Hi, yeah. First, I call the radio station. I call the radio this station. This is so old fashioned. I love it. Who, yeah, this is how you get, had to get information yeah. back then. I call the radio station. Who, who sang the theme from Friends? The Rembrandts. Okay, the Rembrandts. Okay, and then I'm calling all of the local yeah. uh, record stores and CD shops. When's it coming? And when is it coming out? Do you have it? Do you have the CD? And no, we don't have the CD. Oh, well, some other CD store, you know, if the Wiz doesn't have it, Sam Goody will have it. That's the way the music industry works. I used to be like works. that, too. It's just like... Yeah, I once spent all day in Times Square with... I had, like, two days in New York. I spent one day just yeah. looking for I Love You, You're Perfect, Now Change. <laughs> I went to every store. But then Colony had it, so, you know. Oh, well, there you go. It Col- does you know, pay. Colony... If one place is going to have it, it's Colony. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, long story short, uh, the album was not released in time, so I had to play it uh... off of my tape anyway. But, yeah, but just freaking out and being like, I've got to find it. And, like, eventually they were like, it's going to be on an album called LP. It's yep. going to be released in June, blah, blah, blah. Yep. I was like, oh, that's too late. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> well, at least I know and I have closure. Uh, I bought that album, too. Yeah, me too. It was not good. No, but uh, I liked it. 
<laughs> um, track 17. We're getting there. Track 17. We're getting there. Uh, this track is called My First Child, and it's by Nil Lara. Yeah, I forgot this one, too. Wow, I think I must have, like, zoned out a little. That makes sense. It's a long slog. Yeah. But this song is maybe uh, is one of my favorites from the album. This was a late uh, – it, it snuck up on me. Uh, the first thing I thought was, I swear I've heard this song on the album at least three times before. It sounded completely like all the other songs. And then I was like, ooh, a Spanish-influenced guitar solo. And an interesting build. Yes, that was – that – that's right. I did zone out. Yeah. And th- I came back and it was Spanish and I thought th- my th- the thing had turned off and I was listening to it like an <laughs> FM station. <laughs> it really threw me. Yeah. It, it, it's totally different. Yeah. It's a, yeah, the, it's a pretty gutsy end, pick for this album. It is. It is. It's, and at the point at which it comes in the album, it's it's great. And it's got. It's also uh, the lyrics for the uh, the outro chorus are "You're my first child, I'll lose you someday to another love." Yeah, that's intense. Yeah, that's good. I liked it a lot. Uh, track eighteen is "Beautiful Boy," uh, by John Lennon. Beautiful from song. The party from before. Yeah, that's right. Jim Kel- <laughs> Jim Keltner's frontman, John Lennon. <laughs> I always think of uh, Mr. Holland's opus when I hear this song. Absolutely, absolutely. They really hijacked uh, this song. Yeah, we've discussed that. We uh, have on this podcast before. Yeah, um, that's so funny. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. Uh, a, a very very nice song. It's so funny because the lights, it is moving, but the lights on Mr. Holland's opus that they use. To communicate the music, isn't it just like a traffic light? Is my memory right? Where it's like red, blue, it's, and green? There, it's it's not just like uh, one. I don't think it's just one, two, three. Like oh, okay, circular lights. Thank I God, think they, are, they are bigger bars of light. <laughs> oh, okay, and they they are they are somewhat uh, responsive <laughs> to the music. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I just remember you, seeing it be like, yeah. oh, now I get music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you use your imagination a little bit, you're like. I can see that that would be a you know a an effective way representation to yeah, of right. this music. Sure, sure. I love that movie. Um, track nineteen is "Baby Girl" mm-hmm. by the Tony Rich Project. Mm-hmm. And I wrote equal time for songs about babies of all gender. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I just Googled baby girl lyrics, and there's another song Uh called Baby Girl by an artist named 21 Savage, which Mm -hmm. is very different. Which is different? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The first three lines are insane. I can't even. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Do we want to get 21 Savage on the podcast? I mean, sure, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's a Mad About You. He got the inspiration from uh, the Mad About You soundtrack. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to write it about, I think, gangster life. <laughs> Too many chains. Treat these hoes Great. like I ain't got home training. I'm okay. a gangster. You uh, bleep. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. Oh, what I love though is <laughs> I don't know how the song sounds, but it goes, "I'm a gangster, you're a bleep." Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Larry David did punch up on this song. I, think. I guess so. Yeah. I oh, mean, no. uh, clearly, clearly, yeah. clearly. This is a different um, baby girl. This is the baby girl by Tony Rich. Different right? one. Yes, and uh, frankly, I think I might like the uh, Twenty One Savage version a little bit more. Ouchie! <laughs> what do you think of this song? Uh, forgettable. Yeah, it's pretty forgettable. Yeah. Slick, harmony-wrenched R&B. Harmony-drenched, rather, R&B. Yeah, right. Um, Very TJ Maxx. Yes. They also, like, weird... I, there are a lot of lyrics about... um. Uh, like, there's a lyric, When your mother needs me, I'll be there. There are a lot of lyrics about <laughs> supporting... Like... Supporting the uh, his mother, the this child's mother. Well, that's good, Russ. Except, uh, sure, but again, you want to talk about sincerity of vocals and lyrics. I'm not sure how much uh, I buy this <laughs> lyricist and the singer. I, I feel like he's trying to make up for some lousy dadding. Yeah, you don't being... you don't trust these. Uh... Yeah, he's like, oh, I'll be there for her right after I finish recording the song for her. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, you don't believe a lot of these. Uh, I don't artists. I don't. I'm sorry about that. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Track twenty uh, is another sound clip uh, where Jamie is asking Paul if, basically, if he'll love her forever, even when I have false teeth, a mustache, and I drool. Now that is an early clip, right? Yes, it yes. Is. So they sort of jump back. They do. But they make it seem like they didn't in a way. They do. Yeah. It is a lie. It is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Liar! <laughs> I'm on to you, Riser. Um, and then track 21 is a, a full-length version of the theme song, The Final Frontier, Which performed by... at my bar mitzvah. <laughs> Performed by Anita Baker. Yes, sir. Um, I guess they the key, they collaborated. The key a lot. is lower. Yeah, they did collaborate a bit. I think. Yeah. Um, there's a video of her doing this. Oh, on that's YouTube, fun. And I think Paul Reiser is playing piano for it. Ugh. I'm not positive. Um. Yeah, there's an it's an extended mix. There's a you know second verse and a bridge. Uh, extra lyrics, mm-hmm. which are fun. It's a little long. Um, a little long. A little long. I mean, uh, it's one of the longest songs. Oh, that's true. Actually, that's not true. Oh, I keep forgetting I can't trust anything on this <laughs> website. Uh, no, I, that's not true, Russ. This song was actually six and a half seconds long. <laughs> yeah, it felt long. <laughs> that's all. Um, well, but it's nice. You, hey. Like, you could live in it. Yes, it may have felt long because the uh, the middle section was stretched out by a very nice organ solo. Yes. Played by Mr. Billy Preston. Oh. Does that name ring a bell to you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Green Day. No, I'm just kidding. Not, I'm just kidding. Not from Green Day. No, not from Green Day. <laughs> He's, uh, he, no, he was the organist for... Uh, 
the uh oh what are they called the <laughs> the uh oh what are they called oh you know oh shoot what are they called <laughs> you want me to tell you what they're called trans siberian orchestra oh <laughs> you're close really no he played with the he played with the beatles on let it be are you kidding me no, he he was on the he was on Let It Be with the Beatles, yeah. Wow. And when they recorded Let It Be, they were on the verge of breaking up, and they had Billy Preston come in to play keyboards and organs, and Oregon said that like, or yes, they had him play. <laughs> they 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 were all on the roof of Apple Studios in London. He was in Oregon. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait, <laughs> this is that famous thing. Yeah, on the roof. Mm-hmm. I saw this in the documentary that came out recently. Yeah, I guess people right. m- maybe knew about it before that. Heard about I it? I did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they um, the Beatles were on their best behavior uh, because they had a guest. They had Billy Preston, ah. so that like helped them kind of get along at least a little bit. And what's he doing on this track? Uh, he's playing keyboards. And That's organs. crazy. Yeah, he has right? a solo on it. Uh, he did, I mean, he's done a lot, I, I want to, I think he sang and wrote Nothing from Nothing. I could oh, I love it. that song. Uh, Wait, is that Nothing wrong. from Nothing, yeah. Nothing? Yeah. You gotta have something. If, if you, you wanna, wanna be, be with me. me. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Yep, that's him. Wait, did you know all this without looking it up? That, yes. I knew all of that. Do yeah. people see what I'm talking about? I'm just a Beatles nerd. Uh-huh. And I'm I and frankly there are plenty of Beatles nerds who know way way more than I do. Well, yeah, I get it. I bet that's true. But yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. He got a lot of cool collaborators in here. Yeah, it's a it's a nice little album uh trivia wise and sometimes there are fun <laughs> good songs on it. Yeah, the album trivia is stellar. <laughs> it is a um, nice easy listen. That is true. That is true. And frankly, we hope that this podcast has been a nice, easy listen. Yeah, with our abrasive uh, chuckles. <laughs> for eyes guys and our eyes gals, uh, we hope this was fun for you. Um, if you're able to uh, pick this up via iTunes or wherever you want, yeah. by all means, go right on ahead. You can listen to, you know, now I'm just pitching the concept of MP3 listening you can you can buy some songs you don't have to buy all the songs that's true you can you can listen to samples of the you can just listen to the dialogue clips (laughs) you could just download Uh, a talk in the park and play it on loop you could buy a used copy of this from amazon for one penny and have it delivered for four dollars that's amazing um how do they what what do they make money on the shipping you know what i mean that I think I think it's just a matter of like, hey, we've got this, and we're just gonna, you know, somebody should have it. I think I think it was maybe a buck, not a penny. No, but there but are a I've lot got... of penny things. Yes, I bought books for a penny. Yeah, it's crazy. And those, you know, they make their money. They make a penny because uh, more often than not, those books are stolen from libraries where they were free. Oh, so. <laughs> I would still sell it so, for more than a penny. Yeah, especially if you went it. through the trouble of stealing it. Sure, it's hot. <laughs> It's hot. 
<laughs> oh, well, yeah. Rise, guys. Rise, gals. Uh, thanks again for listening. Um, rate us. Review us. Like us on Apple Podcasts. On Facebook, we're there. We tweet at MadAboutYouPod. Um, I do musical improv on Tuesdays with Public Pool at the Magnet Theater. Um, John, anything you want to talk about? I got nothing to plug right now. All right. All right, all right. Uh, we've got a theme song. It sounds like this. John D. Ivy wrote it. He performs it thanks to him. We've got a logo. It was designed and produced by Nathan Diffie. He is at Nathan, D-I-F-F-E-E. Thanks, Nathan. Our sound's normally mixed by Vuk Ivanovich. <laughs> Not this week, because it's a mini Not this week. So I did it, and it probably <laughs> isn't as good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you don't like uh, the sound, tweet at Vuk. <laughs> <laughs> No, do not do that. Nice try, Russ. <laughs> tweet at Russ. Yes, please tweet at me. Um, rise, guys. Rise, gals. We'll be back with with an episode breakdown <laughs> next week. Right here on Episode Breakdowns. <laughs> Thanks again for listening, everybody. I'm Russ Fader. And I'm John Marvley. And, and this, this is, is what, what we're, we're saying. saying.